Hey everyone, welcome to this episode where I'm going to talk about creating, uh, why we're drawn to write novels, the longing to create. So I'm Max, I love side hustles, I love making money, I love earning cash, I love passive income, I love generating wealth and prosperity, I love investing, I love generally just wanting a better future for myself and my family, finding financial freedom, whatever you want to call it. So, and also obviously retiring early, that's, that's the great thing, right? I want to stop getting out of our nine to five grind, we want to do something that uh, gives us happiness and fulfillment, and we want to get to that um, happiness and fulfillment as quickly as we can. If that's retiring early, great. If it's leaving your nine to five gig and doing your ambitions, goals, and dreams, great. But today I want to specifically talk to you about writing. Now, ever since I was a young lad, I remember in high school I was really good at creative writing, and it wasn't just being good at something and doing it for the sake of having to do it in English, for example, in high school. I loved creative writing. I was good at it because I was passionate about it. I enjoyed it. And with creative writing, you can write about anything. Obviously, in high school, there were limits. But now, as an adult, I can write about anything. And when I was a kid, the goal and dream was one day I'm going to publish my own book, a fiction Ideally in the horror, thriller, psychological space, because that's what I like to write about and think about. That's also my favorite genre of movies or cinematic creations. So I remember when I was in my early 20s, I started writing a book and I had an idea of a book. But in the early, back that was 10 years ago. And 10 years ago, publishing was a completely different beast. You had to submit your drafts to multiple publishing houses and hope for the best, hopefully someone accepted it, hopefully someone wanted to publish you. Uh, you often had to pay for your own books in the interim, for example, paying for your own copies and distribute them wherever you can just to get your name out there, to get your book out there. Well, 10 years later, the world has changed and publishing is so easy. But before we get to the making money out of your book or said dream, let's take a moment to think about the last story that made an impact on you or on me you know maybe it was a book a movie a tv show whatever it was i'm sure you can remember how you felt as you were completely immersed in that narrative in that world in that idea in that creation for me personally it was probably the last two really good horrors or thrillers or just creepy movies that just gave me such inspiration to write something similar or you know the inspiration to write something in that same category and that's all it takes and already wanting the idea and dream of publishing my own store short story or novel it was simple it was a simple journey for me and it might be a simple journey for you uh, storytelling has been a part of our culture for thousands of years as it it's served as a way to pass down knowledge, connect with others, and even shape societal beliefs, although that's not where I'm going with it, for sure. I'm writing fiction, I'm writing uh, fantasy, I'm writing things that aren't real, that are all being created in my own mind, but I'm drawn to it. I'm drawn to storytelling, and not just storytelling in person, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, maybe in a team environment, but also storytelling on, on paper putting them to a book, letting others read your creative imaginations that you have. So an interesting fact is scientists have actually found that storytelling activates certain areas of our brain. And this includes our prefrontal cortex, 
which is responsible for decision making, and the temporal cortex, which processes sensory information. So, when we hear a story, we're not just passively receiving information, but we're actively engaging with it. So we imagine the characters, the settings, and the plotline in our minds. And this is exactly what I do when I write books or write short stories. I'm imagining it as a film. I imagine it as real life. I imagine what the characters look like. I imagine everything about it in such vivid detail. Then you're able to transpire that into paper. With this engagement, it creates the sense of empathy towards your characters. And we begin to understand motivations, struggles, emotions, fear, feelings. Uh, it's the fact that we can literally read fiction or nonfiction and it can increase certain attributes and characteristics, whether it's empathy, soft skills or social skills, uh, leadership traits, whatever it is, we can transpire that from reading things, which is amazing. That's why you can be so easily inspired by a book or so easily influenced by a book or a reading or a short story, whatever it is, regardless whether it's true, whether it's a biography, whatever it is. So it's very clear that with storytelling or book writing or novel writing, short story writing, it, it's it, it can play a very vital and important role in our lives. But why does it make us, me, want to write a novel? Yeah, I, I liked creative writing in high school, like I said, and I was good at it. Um, but other things to think about, and this is my own personal experience, is that writing a novel is a fantastic way to create your own stories and share them with others. And these are often things that you can't talk to your best friends about or your partner about or your family about because these ideas don't resonate with them, but you're extremely passionate about these ideas and you want to have the opportunity to talk to others or share these passions with others. And these could be people around the world, people in neighboring, I guess, groups and communities that share the same passions that you'll never connect with on a day-to-day -day base, but through your book, through your publishing, through your novel, you can reach these communities and you can have these connections through your passion and your ideas and your creativity. So, you know, that's one way to look at it. The other way is it can be a way to explore your own emotions and experiences through characters that you create. So, for example, you could write a true story based on your life, but completely change the scenery, the character names, the characters themselves, things that happen. You can cater it however you please, but it's something that happened to you personally, and you want to share that experience with others. So it's about your life. You've just changed certain elements and made it a fiction. That's another powerful thing about writing. So regardless of the reason, the desire to write a novel often comes from a deep seated longing to tell stories. So you could be a creative person by trait or a storytelling person by trait. Let's say you're in management, you're in corporate and storytelling is your leadership or your presenting style. Therefore, you're most likely going to have areas of your life where you've always wanted to write a book, you've always wanted to write a biography or a non-fiction or a fiction or a news article or a short story, whatever it may be, you're gonna have that, that longing. So the desire to write a book 
often comes from that very deep love of storytelling and that passion and that need to connect with others. For me personally, I was influenced by Stephen King. Loved his books and then they transpired into movies and they're fantastic. I'm sure everyone knows it. Um, misery, fantastic films. And the way that he, you are able to create such masterpieces just from a novel, that's what resonated with me. I thought that was amazing. And I thought, so, and sometimes it's a bit about yourself being, hey look, I think I'm a good writer. I think I can write, write a creative, a pretty interesting creative piece, whether it's a fiction, non-fiction, I think I could write a pretty cool story. And you can do that today. And it's very easy to publish today, whether it's short stories, fiction, non-fiction, a full-blown novel, and we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to writing your book. It's coming up shortly. Don't worry, we'll get there. So now we're at the point of let's publish your book. Let, let's write your book and you want to think about publishing because you want to be a writer. Let's say you've always wanted to be a writer and you're like, well, I don't just want to write a story for the sake of writing a story. I want to get it out there and market it and see if it's any good and see if I can sell it and see if I can make this a career. So the first step, obviously, is to get the idea. Maybe you have that idea, so you need to write the book. Right? You need to write it. This can be a very challenging and time-consuming process. It's a very laborious process, but it's also the most incredibly rewarding element because you are focusing on creating a compelling narrative that engages your readers. It's something that you're incredibly already passionate about. And the fun part is actually writing it. Writing it to pieces. So you're writing chapter by chapter, character by character, event by event, plot by plot, and it's the fun part. Short story or a novel. It doesn't matter if it's four pages, it doesn't matter if it's 10 pages, it doesn't matter if it's 300 pages. Beauty of publishing these days, especially in the online realm, is that you can publish ebooks, you can publish novels, you can do print, print books, Right, printables, which is going to be a novel, going to be, and these novels are going to be in stores around the world. For example, Barnes and Noble, etc., etc. Or you can write eBooks or digital books, where these can range from five pages to a thousand pages, but they're all going to be available on KDP. They're going to be on Apple. They're going to be on Google Play. They're going to be on Kobo. There's so many platforms online that allows everyone to become a publisher. You can live your dream so much easier now rather than going through that mental journey and that mental block of, man, I have to write all these pages, I have to print like multiple copies of my books, I have to send them physically to all these publishers and pray to the Lord that someone will accept this and I'll be the next Stephen King. Well, it's so much easier now because you can publish a short story today get it up on KDP today, literally four page short story, get it on Draft2Digital, publish to like 20 publishing houses online and see if it starts selling, see if, see if it's any decent. And obviously with that, it's not just as simple as, you know, writing on Google Docs or whatever format you wanna do, but also having the, obviously you need a synopsis, you need a title, you need a theme, you need search terms, you need a good cover, but, this is food for thought, this is to get you start thinking, get the brain old ticking along. The next piece, I guess, um, edit and revision. Now, once you finish writing your book, it is important to edit and revise it thoroughly. Now, you wanna reread it, obviously, to make sure it makes sense. But personally, with the world of you know, freelancing out there, we've got Fiverr, we've got Upwork, you can literally hire professional editors or just ask 
maybe trusted friends who also like reading books or even family members to just read and provide feedback on your book. Ideally, we start with a short story because I don't know how many people in my world that will read a 300 page novel of mine and give me feedback. I would probably send that off to a freelancer on Fiverr or Upwork to just say, hey, can you edit this? Can you revise this? Can you format this? The beauty of a lot of the publishing houses online is that they actually do the formatting for you and they will bring up any obvious errors and mistakes, for example, multiple spelling mistakes, multiple errors, but we all know how to use Google Docs, we all know how to use Microsoft Word, we can do the word count, the spelling checks, everything ourselves, right? But it is good to get a revision, for example, someone to actually provide feedback on your book or your story. Who knows, they might find some missing plot holes or missing character areas where they're thinking, oh, you could add this, you could add that to make it a bit more appropriate or a bit more interesting, a bit more captivating. The next one is choose a publishing method, right? There are, there are several ways to publish a book, including you've got the traditional way, um, self-publishing and hybrid publishing. Each method has its pros and cons, so just research and choose a method that best fits your needs, but I would recommend self-publishing because you can do that online and you can do that with multiple partners. You can do that with KDP, you can go Draft2Digital, which covers KDP, so that's a one-stop shop. I always recommend Draft2Digital. Uh, traditional publishing, Today, in today's world, I only recommend that if you have like the goal and ambition to publish locally in, a, in stores where you live. For example, I'm based in New Zealand. To get published in the local bookstores here, I would need to go the traditional route and send copies to publishing houses in New Zealand that actually send printed copies of these books to these stores. That's a route that I am working on, but it's also not gonna get my book out there today, whereas self-publishing gets my book out there today and I can already start getting reviews, feedback, and see if it sells online and other places around the world. So remember, think about these publishing methods. You can do all three, or you can focus on one or focus on two. Just do your research and see what works for you. The fourth key point is designing a cover and formatting the book. So the next one is designing a cover and format the book. So whether you're self-publishing or working with a publisher, you'll need to design a cover and format the book for publication. Now, once again, you can go freelancer and get a someone on Fiverr or Upwork or a professional cover designer to do that all for you, although it's not cheap. And if you don't have the cash, then learn to do it yourself because when you learn to do it yourself on Canva or Adobe, you get really good at it really quickly. and. You can make covers really basic. Sometimes just a black with red, uh, with a red title is often that will capture or catch someone someone's eye as a thumbnail or in a bookstore. So really simplistic ideas are often really powerful. But if you do want a really creative piece, then you're going to have to learn how to do that. But the cover, incredibly important. The formats are incredibly important. Like I said, the work, likes of Amazon KDP and even draft to digital uh, they give you the specs and it's really really simple to follow like these specs will be in pixel format or they'll be cover size for example a 6 by 9 inch or a 11 by 8.5 inch uh, they'll give you a interior specs so it, it's it's not hard and often the, how they want your actual meat or the body is they want it in docs format or they want it in pdf they will tell you or an epub so it's 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 not hard the cover and format will be from a self-publishing perspective using the online realm, all that information will be given to you so you know exactly how to publish and how to do it. So that shouldn't be the hard part. Um, learning how to make a good cover and getting really quickly with formatting 
and having them all, well, I mean, you should all have them all set up as templates anyway. Whether you're on Canva or Adobe, you'll have them all saved as templates and you just rinse and repeat each one. So that's not the hard part. The hard part is writing the meat and getting topics and niches and titles and SEO and all that stuff. Um, the last piece I talk about is actually publishing and then potentially even promoting. But the promoting the promotion piece isn't that relevant. You don't really need to do that because promoting often means using your own time to promote on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, uh, Reddit, wherever it is, wherever that may be. But then often promotion also costs. It costs money. It costs to market on Amazon and it costs, costs to market your book on other book publishers. So publish it and just rely on passive or organic traffic because if you've written in a good niche, for example, a niche that's in low supply but high demand, then people will find your book. And if you've good, used a good title, a good cover, uh, or a strong cover or an attractive title and cover combined and you've got a good synopsis, then people will find your book. They will choose your book. Um, once your book is ready for publication, it's time to launch it and just launch it. Consider using social media, email marketing, whatever other promotional tactics you have, but it's not necessary. Um, you can consider hosting a book launch, but I wouldn't do that for my first time or a signing event um, or generate buzz and connect with potential readers like on Facebook groups and communities. But this, in this day and age, you really don't have to do that. That's, I think that's for you know, book number 10 or book number 20 or book number 50. And that's when you're you know, being talked about in the New York Times or you're like a bestseller on Amazon. At that point, maybe I'd consider talking about that. But when you're starting out, you wanna write, write your first short story, your first book and publish it online, you don't need to worry about any of that. It's all organic traffic. So draft to digital, Kobo, Amazon, Google, Apple, it's all organic traffic. They're gonna put your book to where it's appropriately needs to be, whether it's in the horror genre, in the crime genre, in the fantasy sci-fi genre, in the comedy genre, in the wildlife genre, whatever it may be. However you sign it up on Amazon, Kobo, draft digital whatever it is, they'll put your book there and people will find it just by searching or any other method. So I wouldn't really worry about that too much. So. That's the first part, this is part one of editing a novel, uh, sorry, publishing a novel and getting a short story out there, the why, the how, what you need to start thinking about. And, and there'll be, I think, probably another four to five parts to this that I'll talk about in the episodes coming up. And what I hope to gain out of it is hopefully resonate and I guess relate to people that are in the same journey as me where you've wanted to publish your first or your, your book or a novel all your life and you just you just need that prompt you just need to take action and this this just might be the podcast you need to listen to it's um it's not rocket science i'm not a i'm not a thought leader i'm not even a bestseller yet but i have published multiple short stories and books on these platforms and i'm making sales so yeah, I'm not a millionaire yet, but who knows? And it's not even about that. It's about the freedom to write what I want to write about and publish it online and get people to read what I've created. And that's where that's where that passion and the fulfillment comes from. So as always, I'm Max, love side hustles, love making cash, love earning money, love wealth and prosperity. I love finding happiness and fulfillment any way I can. And writing is one of my passions. And I hope this, is re this resonates with you and I hope you take action. And remember, stay tuned for the next one.